0: There's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: I just wanted it to start with a four. RJ said he was going to be happy if it started with a three. The New York Giants get the extension done with Daniel Jones, four for 160, and it turns out nobody was happier. Then Bobby Belts. Nobody was happier mm. than Bobby on the morning show text chain. Four for one sixty for old DJ.
2: Yeah, with uh, escalators that can give him like another thirty billion over the life of the contract, which means eighty two guaranteed at signing. Which means he is now at the very least equal, and if he hits the escalators above Dak Prescott's contract, and this is why you just pay it hate it,
3: and if he's listen, if he's if he hits the escalators, that's that's bad. Like let's
2: be yeah. fair. Depending on what the escalators are,
3: well, right? If it's just games played, if then... it's like,
2: oh, you get five million for making the Pro Bowl. Okay, well, I mean, the eighth best quarterback in the conference can make the Pro Bowl sure. these days. And so, to me, it's just it should quiet down the criticism of the Dak contract because this t- shows you what the market is. It shows you what the market is now. Dak signing his deal two years ago, whatever it is. Is now equal to what Daniel Jones gets paid in 2023? You are always going to pay through the nose. Always going to pay more whenever you wait. <sighs> uh, now, yes,
1: it doesn't make it right. Take the words out of my mouth, child. see. It evening. does
2: make it right.
1: No, see, no. my instant reaction to your message yesterday, and I don't want to. I don't want to fight. You know, one minute yes, into you, you being here, yeah, you do. But it's you know, I, I don't want to flex. That's that. that I don't want to flex like that. You know what I mean? That the flex with Dak Prescott should be, this guy's a freaking baller. Yes, y'all still question, and, and instead your flex is, and a lot of people's flex. Danger Jones just got paid the same. Yes, that means it was right, and it's just, that's just that's just the wrong type of flex. It's like it's like whenever we keep talking about Dak, and the first three things are intangibles and leadership and the face of the franchise. And I'd be insulted if I was him. And I think it's a little bit telling when you don't talk about his skills and his ability it's all the other intangible stuff and before saying you see what Dak did on the field, you see how much of a baller he is, he should shut you up with the contracts. No, it's see Daniel Jones got just the same. So uh-huh. that makes it right. Uh, Near no,
2: flex. Uh, so so you're you're saying that I've never presented an argument that Dak has been worth the contract. No, you have, but a lot of the Dak heads, uh, sure. a lot of the Dak heads go, "See, see
1: What really it should come down to is if the guy, to be choppy... Can win you the Super Bowl. Not, well, Daniel Jones is gonna get overpaid, so let's overpay ours. Well,
2: here's here's how I look at it. 40 million. When you hear the number 40 million, people just hear that number and they say he is overpaid. He should never make forty million dollars. And what I'm saying is this Daniel Jones contract shows you what market value is and now shows you that Dak is on a bargain. So that your perception of what Dak's deal is is wrong. Your perception the entire time of what 40 million was before Daniel Jones got the deal was wrong, and the Giants showed you yesterday. It's wrong.
3: He's he's not overpaid, Dak. The, the, the deal, the contract, I don't believe was a mistake. But. Well,
1: there's two types of overpay. There's what the market calls for. And like, are you really, and you may think this is the same thing. Are you really like worth that as a player? Like Dak Prescott was never at the time of pay. That's why I can't stand the way the NFL leapfrogs with payment. He was never what he was at the time of the money. In terms of what the market calls for, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. I can't I can't fight it because everyone jumps each other.
3: Yeah, they do. And I look I, I could easily make the argument that all quarterbacks are grossly underpaid based on the percent that yeah. they, they dictate for each win. True. Like the quarterback makes up what fifteen percent of the salary, twenty percent of the salary cap, when in reality, uh they contribute to about seventy five percent of the win. So they should be taking seventy five percent of the overall salary cap. If you want to break it down that way, um, that would make running backs and linebackers completely useless, Bobby, and give them a half million dollars a year. But mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but so no, like you know. But do I think that he can individually like like win you a championship? I- I'll say this: the NFC allows him to individually maybe bring you to a Super Bowl because he's at worst. The second or third best quarterback in the conference, at worst, mm-hmm. and at best, he's the best. All right, let's come back and unite together. Unite the clans. We're
1: all very happy that Daniel Jones just got forty a year, right? Glorious. Yes, I, I,
3: we all we all were celebrating. Yeah. Let's you, all celebrate together. The only thing yeah. to make this better is that they tag Saquon Barkley. Oh wait, they did.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, <laughs> listen. When in the cat, would you make the same move? On a running back that the New York Giants do, you know it was the wrong move. <laughs> oh, the Cowboys? Yes. Pollard and Saquon getting the same amount. Who would have thunk
2: it? What were, what were your meathead Giants friends fans saying?
1: Oh, gosh. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I'm so glad you Because I have them trapped. I had them trapped, and they just shut up. They disappeared. Because during the year, when they react, you know, every other second, they overreact. And during the, the, the Vikings game, Daniel Jones is... Just as good, if not better than Dak Prescott. So I said, "Okay, I'm going to save this. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember you said that." So then, when the 45 million a year, when the 40 million a year rumors were out there, I was texting them. I said, "You agree with this, right? That's more than Dak." But you said during the year he was better. Uh, who was Moraz on CBS Sports yeah. Radio? He was saying the same thing. And they're like, "Well, like you know, I think I think you know, 38." You know, 38 a year would probably be fair. And then yesterday, it officially hit 40 a year, and I texted them. Are you happy? Crickets. Crickets. Because now they know the truth deep down. They overreact towards a lucky fluke season that the Giants had, and now they, uh, they, they backed up. They backed up what your, mouth, uh, what your mouth was talking during the regular season. But here's my worry. If we believe they have a new legit regime mm-hmm. and we believe in Brian Dayball outside of choppy, we're either missing it or they're missing it. Some of the Daniel Jones they're defenders yesterday that were Tolos were saying, look at his efficiency, right? He did take a step. He, he he's when I was watching him at the end of the year, I was like, he's he's playing smart. like he's not going to cost them games even though he was known for turnovers early on. So what do you think of their regime, Bobby? And how do how does this make sense if they're legitimate and competent?
2: So again, they so the, them paying him 40 million today, averaging out forty million dollars on a $224 million salary cap means they're giving him 17% of the cap. When Dak got his deal, he was 21% of the cap. And so I think it's more they the had done them. a lot more than Daniel Jones.
1: Daniel Jones was on the verge of being out
2: gone. Right, but I'm saying that 17% of the cap is is below still what a lot of these other guys get when they get their new deal. So I think you're seeing part of it is inflation of the cap, but part of it is the Giants' it seems like probably value the idea of they don't ever want to get stuck in quarterback purgatory. That is the biggest fear of every NFL franchise yep. is that they become the Washington commanders and that they just, they're stuck. The Colts are in this like position right now and they've been trying for, what did Andrew Luck retire? 19, Something 18? Like that, 18. So, 19. so, I mean, we're talking about five years that the Colts have been trying. Yeah. They've
3: they've been in a bad spot. I mean, like the issue is, is it, Look, if you have, let's just say you have. Give me a, give me a quarterback. Tyler Huntley. No, 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 no. A, like a good quarterback. But Tyler a, Huntley. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, w- w- what do you want? What as an example? What are you trying? So to- I'm just trying to think, like you know, like we talked about yesterday, right? You know, with 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 Dak and Anthony Richardson. Like, would you give up this? Would you give up Dak right mm-hmm. now to get Anthony Richardson? Yeah. And the the you could there's one of two things. You can either stay safe, or you could take. There's only one quarterback as a chance to be the best quarterback in the NFL, of the two of them, and that's sure. Anthony Richardson. He's the old, Dak does not have a chance to be the best quarterback in the NFL. We've seen enough of it. But but a rookie does. So do you go down the safe route, or do you, as um, as as Sean McVay said, you know, let him hang, put him on the table, and take a chance.
2: After Dak's first two seasons, twenty seventeen, he was not really very good. There was a lot of chatter. People were—I remember it was discussed on this station—of would you trade Dak for the opportunity to have Baker Mayfield at number one? And everybody said yes. And as it turned out, Dak, as that player, even as flawed as he was after two seasons, was a better football player than Baker Mayfield ever became. So that's the that's yeah. the sort of thing that I think it's the the so bird famous, in the hand versus yeah. two in the bush thing for. For the Giants and that they say, you know what? Daniel Jones has shown he's competent enough. He made Daniel Jones was not bad last year. He wasn't great, but he was not bad. And they can win with it if they've got a certain setup around him. And so I think they feel like, all right, we'd prefer to be here and have to get out of it eventually. But you cannot just say, see you without anything in place and ready. And that's the that that is that is
3: uh, a road to mediocrity. Like you know, you, if you don't have
1: yeah, but your philosophy is you're living in an, a dream world. As Broadus has always said, the only team that can do it is right here in this city, whose GM has staying power and will never be fired. No other team will do it because every other GM will be run. So you, you, yeah, you, and that's you know, where the owners got to step in. Yeah, so your philosophy, yes, I get it, but it's never ever going to happen unless you have. You know, a GM on a 15-year deal, or it's Jerry and Steven that do it because the GM ain't going nowhere.
3: Uh, you also cannot GM with your job status in mind. You have to GM to uh, make the best. Uh, well, no. you have to. You have, like, oh, if you, 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 you want to right, yeah, do it right. but again, you want to do it right. Again,
1: that's impossible. You're, you're, you're talking about a dream world. No one's ever going to do that. Uh,
2: yeah,
3: I know, but the dream world, I mean, what do GMs make?
2: It salary just depends. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that low, low seven figures.
3: Like, that's that that's that's quite a bit of, of financial security
2: that you could get away with. What – do you think Washington regrets – for as flawed as he is, do you think Washington regrets letting Kirk Cousins go? Uh, no. I think they absolutely do. I think if they could go back and change that decision, they would keep Kirk Cousins there instead of the cycle at quarterback that they go through. And that's the thing. Everybody is – a when you walk away from somebody like Kirk Cousins, you do ridiculous things like trade for Alex Smith and pay him $25 million. Yeah. And you – trade up to get quarterbacks that, that don't pan out. And, and now you're sitting here. I mean, this is something that is Heineke, I think, has the third best winning percentage of any Washington quarterback in the Snyder era. <laughs> and that's their issue, though. Like,
3: like they have done it. They have gone the wrong way about it. They have gone and gotten veteran quarterbacks. Now, like, who was the quarterback they drafted in the first round since letting go? It was just Dwayne Haskins. That's it. They One
2: mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. they gave they gave one shot to let Kirk Cousins go. Well, they 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 Haskins and they acquired Alex Smith and they've tried to acquire other quarterbacks who are veterans. Mm-hmm. This is just it's this awful cycle that the the examples we have of teams have tried it. Let's walk away from this veteran and let's just make it happen. They did Washington tried it and they've blown it. Indy was put in that position not by their choice and they are sitting here five years later going, "What the hell are we supposed to do at quarterback?"
3: Like uh, Detroit, real quick, Detroit did. They got rid of Stafford. They got two firsts and a cheap
2: quarterback. Like he's like 26 a year. Just cap cat pit. But, but it is – Goff was still a player. He was the former number one overall pick. He was somebody who had made the Pro Bowl. He was somebody who had been to a Super Bowl and that people did think highly of. The Rams had just no longer thought highly of him. But,
3: but, but what they did is they allowed themselves a position to either see if Goff returns or if we don't like him, we have two first-round draft picks now that we can use – to pick another quarterback. And, and I think that's kind of the route to go. I, I you know, it's not not getting Alex Smith and Carson Wentz.
2: Yeah, I think what you're talking about though is Yeah, but
1: you miss you miss with the rookie quarterback and you're probably gone. That... Uh,
3: again, that's where the that's where the owner's got to step yeah, in but, and but, say but, this it, is what you're gonna do and and you're gonna have yeah. job security because of it. Well when it happens, it'll be news because
1: it's not happening. Uh, And, you know, Thomas Dimitrov, you can talk about life-changing money as a GM. No offense. I loved him as a guest. Thomas Dimitrov is pushing analytic websites with us at the Super Bowl. Like, he's not just sitting back in Cabo. Um, And, you know, these, these teams don't want to wait, you know. Woody Johnson mm-hmm. and the Jets are meeting with Aaron Rodgers. This thing is heating up. We still don't have confirmation that Aaron Rodgers is coming back. But the Jets are meeting Sauce Gardner trying to do his part, saying, I promise if you become a Jet, I won't pick you off in practice and I'll burn the cheese head. (laughs) So that was Sauce. And then Tom Brady responding to the Miami Dolphins comeback reports from Rich Eisen. Tom tweeted, he's really good on social media. Anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten. For their daughter.
3: Great tweet. Very, <laughs> very self-deprecating. I love it. Love
2: seeing that. Does he do it, do you think? Do you think he runs his social media?
1: Uh, I know he's got a team.
2: I wonder if he has handlers who, like, write those things. for. Like, he may send them, but I wonder if he has handlers who are basically writing all his content. Because I mean, he's re- not that funny on the Let's Go podcast or the press conferences.
1: Well, he's... Gotta be more measured, I think, talking live than you know thinking about a tweet. The real question is, does that tweet mean anything? The headlines were Tom Brady dismisses retirement. Does a cat joke shut it down? (laughs) I'll tell you what it is.
3: It's not a no. (laughs) It's not a no. That's how Peyton should approach dating. Yep. (laughs)
1: It's not a no. It's not a no. All right. We got off track here. The the biggest story in the league is what happened to Lamar Jackson yesterday. This is fascinating. Why did everyone line up to say no to Lamar after the Ravens said, we're tagging you, but you can go negotiate. Mavs win and the fight of the day, J.J. Reddick versus Kendrick Perkins over white MVPs, a loaded 6 a.m. hour hump day edition. Hump day. Just getting started on the fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.